0: Good morning and welcome to Kingdom Testimony Podcast where we are talking about and anticipating the coming kingdom of Jesus Christ. Today is August 25th, Wednesday. It's hard to believe we're already into August of 2021. It's crazy. This decade feels to me like, it's going to be a very eventful one. Duh. I mean, look at what's happened so far. Um, we're in the book of Enoch right now. And I'd like to continue there. Monday we did Enoch 10 through 14. So we'll pick up in chapter 15. The reason we are in Enoch is because... Enoch is considered, in my opinion, an apocalyptic book. It talks about the coming of Jesus Christ. Um, there are only a couple of books in the, in the Bible that talk about the coming of Jesus Christ. Uh, Daniel talks about the Great Tribulation and the Man of Lawlessness he he calls him the uh the son of perdition i'm not sure but also we have um Thessalonians and some in Corinthians that talks about the lord's return and we have the book of revelations of course and then sprinkled throughout you know is um in what is called the mystery of the coming of Jesus Christ so Genesis 49 10 when he talks about when Shiloh comes Shiloh in the Old Testament is the Messiah so they they were looking for the Messiah back in Genesis And rightly so, because the Messiah was going to deliver people from what had not only taken place in the garden with Adam and Eve, the deception by Satan, but also what took place with the Watchers when the fallen angels came down and made the women of the time, i don't know how much they had to coerce them but if they were tricked or however that went but they they had children with the women on the earth and these children were called the nephilim and all this is in the bible but there are books extra biblical books that talk about all of this And go into greater detail. And I guess we don't really need to go into why those books were taken out of the Bible or not considered Scripture. Um, Scripture, the word Scripture, is in the Bible. But what books were canonized as Scripture was a process done by men. That was done by mankind. And, you know, we don't need to go into arguments about that, but the Lord has preserved not only the 66 books of the Bible, but he has preserved other texts. This is my humble opinion. The final Bible is 66 books. Maybe should it have been 77 Sixty-six is the number of man. Six-six, six-six, six, six. six, 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 six. <clears throat> but you know, were there other books that were supposed to be in there? You know, only God knows. Enoch was one of the books that was in there and was taken out by man. All right. Enough of uh, criticizing mankind even though the Bible clearly says mankind is evil. All right, so let's get started. Um, Today we are going to start with chapter 15. All right, chapter 15 in the book of Enoch. And he answered and said to me, and I heard his voice, Fear not, Enoch. O righteous man and scribe of righteousness, approach hither and hear my voice. All right, this is the Lord talking to Enoch. And go, say to the watchers of heaven who have sent thee to intercede for them, you should intercede for men, and not men for you. All right, interjection that Is one of the um, jobs of angels is to intercede for us of course Jesus is the great intercessor and after his work on the cross the New Testament says he works to intercede for the Saints but let's go on verse 3 wherefore have ye left the high holy and eternal heaven and lain with women, and defiled yourselves with the daughters of men, and taken to yourselves wives, and done like the children of earth, and begotten giants, as your sons. And though you were holy, spiritual, living the eternal life, you have defiled yourselves with the blood of women, and have begotten children with the blood of flesh, and as the children of men have lusted after flesh and blood, as those also do who die and perish. Okay, so he's, to see, he's talking about now the angels left their eternal home and now they will die and perish like people, children of men, who lust after flesh and blood. Okay, this is insight into the difference between the heavenly and the earthly. The lusting after flesh and blood is a sure sign now what is the lusting after flesh and blood the lusts of the flesh does not the new testament talk about the lusts of the flesh what are those oh things god would hate that we know god hates we know deep inside he hates pornography um everything related to child trafficking abortion murdering God's children while they're still in the womb. All of these things God hates. It's not that he just, I really hate that. It's that he's sending people to hell forever for that. And I know there's people who don't believe hell is forever. But God talks about that it is. At least for the forever of the next eon. We don't know anything about anything going on after this life, uh, this eon that God is talking about. Okay, Um, it's also interesting, you've defiled yourselves with the blood of women. When Adam and Eve left the garden, that's when uh, Eve started having her monthly cycle. Okay, And he said that she will, Well, I don't know, maybe she had it before because she, you know, we don't know. But it was made to be that way for women because life, the life is in the blood. Life is in the blood. That is talked about in the Bible. The life is in the blood. Okay, so let's go on. Verse 5. Therefore have I given them wives also. That they might impregnate them and beget children by them, that thus nothing might be wanting to them on earth. But you were formerly spiritual, living the eternal life and immortal for all generations of the world. And therefore I have not appointed wives for you, for as the spiritual ones of the heaven, in heaven is their dwelling. Okay, Matthew 22:30 talks about in the resurrection, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are as the angels of God in heaven. And I'm going to, I forgot that the, uh, that the references were down below here. Um, so, you know, as, as it seems fitting, I will refer to those, but verse 8, and now the giants who are produced from the spirits and flesh shall be called evil spirits upon the earth. And on the earth shall be their dwelling. Right there. Did we get that? And now the giants who are produced from the spirits and flesh, they're part evil, well, part fallen angel and part part human. Enoch is, the Lord is telling Enoch, they shall be called evil spirits upon the earth. And on the earth shall be their dwelling. Okay, they're still here. They are in the form of aliens, part human, part flesh. They are spiritual what it what designates one as being that that one can see as in the aliens or one that cannot be seen? Ah, uh, is it the ones that perished in the flood that are not seen, and the ones that were brought forth after the flood through the secrets um, that Noah wrote down from what Enoch talked about or from what Nimrod talked about. We have to consider all these things because they're all very, very real. Verse nine, evil spirits have proceeded from their bodies because they are born from men and from the holy watchers is their beginning and primal origin. Okay, evil spirits have proceeded from their bodies because they are born from men. And from the holy watchers is their beginning and primal origin. They shall be evil spirits upon the earth, and evil spirits shall they be called. I think it's pretty clear. As for the spirits of heaven, in heaven shall be their dwelling. But as for the spirits of the earth, which were born upon the earth, on the earth shall be their dwelling. Okay, let's consider that. What is separating the spirits on the earth from the spirits in heaven? Is it not the firmament? There is an impenetrable barrier, spiritual or physical or otherwise. And this is why I had Chelsea on discussing the flat earth and the firmament. Whether or not the earth is round or flat or square or hollow, these are beliefs of all types of, all people on earth. Most people, of course, believe it's round, a sphere, a globe. Most people do. You know, maybe it is. We don't know um and i'm not going to discuss what what nasa is doing up in the sky um i don't really trust uh the government of today since the 1950s i don't want to go down a rabbit hole or, or get off course here but since the 1950s we have not been able to trust those that are running this earth they're all evil people with evil agendas that have put their 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 god is money and they have lusts after the flesh so all right let's let's get back on track whatever the shape of the earth is it only matters in what god is saying how it influences us here. We live here. We're on earth. This is the kingdom of earth. Okay? We want to get to the kingdom of heaven. The Lord's Prayer, Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. His kingdom is coming to earth. That's the point of this podcast, is Our testimony on earth will follow us up into the kingdom of heaven. But if we're alive when Jesus returns in this decade, possibly, very possibly. This is the first time in history all things are being fulfilled right now on earth that need to be fulfilled. They said five hundred years ago, Jesus is coming back. He's coming back, but was the kingdom was was the gospel preached throughout the whole earth? No, it wasn't. But what do we have now? You know, they thought Jesus was coming back in the '70s, and maybe he could have, but we weren't ready. Not all of the not all of the prophecies had been fulfilled. Um, they thought he was coming back in Jesus's day. That's why they were so fervently trying to get the gospel out. That's why the gospel spread so rapidly. They were fervently trying to get this done so God could come, so Jesus could come back. But only in our day, and whether some folk prophecies are being forced by the Antichrist system, the beast system, Or not, or God's just allowing all of this to come to pass at this time. Right now, we are seeing within this decade, according to missionary statistics, that the gospel will be preached. Remember the 1040 window? Do any of you remember that? The gospel will be preached to every tribe. Because of satellites, internet, you know, however all of that works, all right, <clears throat> so God says there's a firmament between us and reaching him. The firmament could be physical, as in the icy firmament that that they believe that um. People with rockets, I'm not naming names, people with rockets. I mean, because everybody now, every billionaire is getting into the rocket industry. What are they, What? why do they want to, if we went to the moon and we're on Mars and we're circling all over the place on our satellites and NASA's doing all this stuff, why are billionaires trying to shoot rockets up into the sky? What's their business with that? Are they trying to do what Nimrod was trying to do? Reach heaven? Break the firmament? Is that what they're trying to do? I think so. Why else? Nimrod wanted to be God. He wanted to bring God down off of his throne. Isn't that what these billionaires... I'm not saying if you're a billionaire, you want to be God, but what is your God? You know, why are you not using it to end the hunger on the earth? Why are people dying of starvation? Why are there refugees? Why are there homeless people? You know, this is, of course, all of our part. All of us need to do our part with the poor. Jesus said, blessed is the poor. I know I'm getting way off topic. But coming back to the firmament There is a dimension called heaven. It is not a physical dimension because a physical being cannot penetrate through the firmament. They cannot penetrate through. And that's what Nimrod was trying to do. He was trying... Sorry, I forgot to hit Do Not Disturb. He was trying to penetrate through the firmament and get to the heavenly realm. Now, it sounds like physically, they all thought it was possible. Nimrod had the secrets of the fallen angels. He thought it was possible. What is Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and all those guys trying to do, shooting rockets up there? You know, we can clearly see that, you know, even NASA, their rockets do this big curve. Is it possible they can't get through? Did we ever go to the moon? You know, these are really things to start taking a look at. You know, what took place in 2020, that didn't look like a worldwide, you know, uh, pestilence to me. Picking my words carefully. Did that look like the, the Black Death, bubonic Plague, or any of those to, to anybody else? Did we have millions upon millions falling around? I know one person who died of COVID. And I'm not saying that it is not a genuine virus. I'm not saying that. Of course it is. I knew one person, not that I wanted more people to die of it, but she was already very ill. She she could very likely have been taken out by the flu or any type of pneumonia-related sickness. So if this was a worldwide pandemic, would we not have known many many people that would have died and it was like oh okay i'm just i'm just going to get off that subject okay all right verse 10 as for the spirits of heaven in heaven shall be their dwelling but as for the spirits of the earth which were born upon the earth on the earth shall be their dwelling and the spirits of the giants afflict press destroy attack, do battle, and work destruction on the earth and cause trouble. They take no food, but nevertheless hunger and thirst and cause offenses. And these spirits shall rise up against the children of men and against the women because they have proceeded from them. Okay, verse 10 said something very interesting. Evil spirits will stay on the earth. They were bound in Tartarus, the lowest depth of hell. Tartarus is beneath the earth. Many verses talk about hell being in the pits, the pit, the the depths of the earth. Okay? There will be a new heaven and a new earth. It's not going to be like a whole brand new one this one that, that God created he's just going to you know mash it up like a like a ball and and just throw it somewhere you know this it will be renewed the new heavens is going to be populated with with all of the people that were meant to go there but heaven's coming to earth it's going to be new because it's going to be accessible from the earth that firmament that that realm layer is going to be either opened up or done away with and the earth will be renewed what god created he's not doing away with he's not doing away with heaven it's going to be renewed he's not doing away with the earth it will be renewed he's not getting rid of anything he's remaking it are we not renewed when we're born again our old person is done away with yes it is but i'm still here i'm still i'm still here i'm still human i'm still the same person that i was just not spiritually i am renewed by the blood by the cross so the, the demons and Satan and all the fallen angels, they're not going anywhere except under our feet. They will be brought to the foot of the cross. And then they will be, like Enoch says, in the desert. In, they're, they're put into the pit, whether it's the center of a spherical globe or whether it's, um, you can see the pictures online of all the ancient civilizations. They all had this, this depiction of the four pillars and the earth sitting on it. Yes, it's flat. It has four corners, north, south, east, west. And then underneath is this pit. And, and they call it the bottomless pit. We don't know. Is it bottomless? You know, what's 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 down there? I don't want to know. Personally, I don't want to know. How high is the highest heaven? Where the throne of of the Father is. How low is the deepest pit? Don't know. You know, in our understanding, we can say it's so many levels, you know, seven levels, ten levels. Um, there was an eight interesting thing that I saw uh, from Jane Leed of the 1600s. And I might go over that in one of these. Because, um, well, I'm not saying that it's, that it's biblical or scriptural. Um, but this is what she believed. And this was during the awakening of Martin Luther and all of those uh, that awakened during that time. And there, there were great spiritual revelations that went on 400 years ago. And there's something about that. Because remember, 400 years passed by where there was nothing from the prophets between the end of, of uh, the kings and when everybody was dispersed. And there was silence for 400 years. And then out of the desert comes John the Baptist, But before that, Gabriel went to John the Baptist's father and said, you know, the the child your wife is going to have is going to proclaim the coming of the Messiah. But right before all of that time, there was 400 silent years. Okay? And 400 years ago, there were revelations and there was an awakening to the spiritual things going on and then 400 years of you know maybe a revival here revival there good things good things took place um, but in that day there was in the, in the 1600s there was so many spiritual revelations that came about um but anyway, let's let's get back on on topic. Boy. That's something hard for me to stay on, isn't it? I apologize for that. Okay. Um, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead with chapters 16 and 17. 18 it looks like is eh, it's kind of long. So let's do 16 and 17. We're getting to the near the end of the time this morning. Chapter 16, From the Days of the Slaughter and Destruction and Death of the Giants, from the souls of whose flesh the spirits, having gone forth, shall destroy without incurring judgment. Thus shall they destroy until the day of the consummation. The great judgment in which the age shall be consummated over the watchers and the godless, yea, shall be wholly consummated. And now as to the watchers who have sent thee to intercede for them, who have been aforetime in heaven, say to them, You've been in heaven, but all the mysteries had not yet been revealed to you, and you knew worthless ones. And these in the hardness of your hearts you have made known to the women. And through these mysteries women and men work much evil on earth. I want to point out something more interesting and I'm going to stay on topic, I promise. Eve was deceived and then she went to Adam. The fallen ones, led by Semjaza, a lot of people think he's Satan, went to the women of the earth. Okay, Eve did not reject being approached by satan in the in the garden and it's possible the women of the earth saw the fallen angels they probably portrayed themselves as beautiful beings and they had all of these things with them you know all of this knowledge from the tree of good and evil with them <laughs> It's very possible, once again, that they um, were so easily deceived, like like Eve was. And then the women brought all of these mysteries to the men. Okay, Verse 3, it says, And through these mysteries, women and men work much evil on earth. Verse 4, Say to them, therefore, you have no peace. Okay, chapter 17, and then we'll end there. And they took and brought me to a place in which those who were there were like flaming fire, and when they wished, they appeared as men. And they brought me to the place of darkness, and to a mountain to the point of whose summit reached to heaven. And I saw the places of the luminaries, and the treasuries, of the stars, and of the thunder, and in the uttermost depths where were a fiery bow and arrows and their quiver and a fiery sword and all the lightnings. And they took me to the living waters and to the fire of the west, which receives every setting of the sun. And I came to a river of fire in which the fire flows like water and discharges itself into the great sea towards the west. And I saw the great rivers and came to the great river and to the great darkness and went to the place where no flesh walks. I saw the mountains of the darkness of winter and the place whence all the waters of the deep flow. I saw the mouths of all the rivers of the earth and mouth of the deep. This is what Enoch was shown. Chapter 18, we'll get into more of of what he was shown. Um, but I think we're going to end there. He was shown this by the, uh, by the heavenly watchers, the angels. Um, the author says, angels, seraphim, appear as men at will. We know that. The Bible says that. The angels are the ones who took Enoch... I'm I'm bear with me, I'm just reading some of the notes here. Okay. They took Enoch um, as instructed by God. They took Enoch and showed him all of these things um, where there was flaming fire, the places of darkness the place of darkness, the mountain, the point of whose summit reached to heaven. Is that Mount Zion? very likely he saw the places of the luminaries that's all the things in the heavens that light up the treasuries of the stars the thunder the uttermost depths he went down there where there is fiery bow and arrows and their quiver and a fiery sword and all the lightnings they took him to the living waters to the fire of the West which receives every setting of the sun. The fire of the west, which receives every setting of the sun. I came to a river of fire in which the fire flows like water and discharges itself into the great sea towards the west. Kind of sounds like Hawaii to me. Lava, volcanoes. I saw the great rivers and came to the great river and to the great darkness. that Euphrates? And the four original rivers? To the great darkness and went to the place where no flesh walks. That could be the Garden of Eden. No flesh is allowed to walk there. It's by the, the, the forming of the great river and the original four rivers. <coughs> is it dark now? You know, every people believe that just because something is dark means that God's not there. God formed everything out of darkness. He formed light. We need to remember, He is everywhere. I saw the mountains of the darkness of winter, and the place whence all the waters of the deep flow. I saw the mouth of all the rivers of the earth, and the mouth of the deep. Remember in Genesis 1, he separated the waters from the waters. As with any river or spring, it has a beginning. It has a mouth. I used to live in Minnesota and we would go up to the boundary waters where the mouth, the beginning of the Mississippi is. Where, where it begins and it's beautiful up there and uh actually i've been there since just just it was probably about 10 years ago um and you can see where the beginning of the mississippi river is mississippi is a big huge it's a big river but it also has a beginning you know and it The only thing that doesn't have a beginning, of course, is the creator. God. So I'm going to end it there. Um, And forgive me as I try to format these. This podcast is still in its earliest stages. Um, I was going once a week and I just felt inside that wasn't enough. Of course i hadn't done any for me since a year ago but um the and then i decided to go monday wednesday and friday and now i just i feel like the lord is saying it's not enough we're already in august of 2021 um lawlessness is abounds in this earth but the man of lawlessness i i'm starting to think he's right at the door i don't think we have a whole lot of time left of you know can you call it normal life it's slowly becoming very much more and more unnormal you know like i was talking about those 400 years Jesus is coming again. We don't know the day or the hour, but I think we're seeing the season. I think the season is is apparent. I think the season of it is upon us. Um, The seasons change, and we can see the seasons change. Have we had 400 years of summer? Have we had 2,000 years of summer? You know, I don't know. Um all I know is is he is he is coming soon. We are living in the age that that God has decided that this is going to be the time. You know, evil abounds and there's talk of, you know, the government is is warning us. NASA's warning us. The film industry is warning us. Everything that is tied to evil is warning us. No, I'm not saying that everybody working at NASA and everybody working in the government is evil. I used to work in the government. But what I'm saying is the premise behind everything they're doing is evil. Whoever does not want the Lord to return loves their life more than him. And this this is just something that we have to think about. If you don't want the Lord to return because you haven't done this, you haven't done that, maybe you want children or more children, maybe you're up for a promotion, Maybe you have a dream house in mind. And maybe you're planning on moving. You know, and that would just be an interruption. And, oh, that sounds like the end of the world. And I just was getting somewhere. And, you know, all of these things. Remember in Revelations, those, those whom Jesus chooses to be with him are those whom love their lives not unto the death they did not love their lives and they were ready ready to die ready for whatever he wanted some of us may not die you know some of us may live all the way through the whole seven-year tribulation I know that goes against the theology that's been put in place in the last 100, 200 years, 150 years, whatever. Jesus said to his disciples, some of you may not die until I return. Did he return in their day for them? Is that what took place at Masada? We don't know. Does Jesus lie? No. He doesn't. Did he take them alive? Like he took Enoch and Elijah, you know there's records of of the uh apostles all being martyred, except for John. You know, can we trust that some of the that all these accounts are true? Well, maybe, you know. We know that God preserved the 66 books of the Bible for us to read and understand. But he also preserved other writings, like Enoch and Jasher, Jasher, however you say it, and Jubilees. And and there's, uh, I just saw a list of, of several others that were intended to be scripture. and. And I think we should look at all of those. I'm not going to call them holy, canonized, recognized scriptures. I'm not going to call them that. I will call them extra biblical books like everyone else does because I don't want to upset the apple cart. You know, but God knows. Jesus knows what he said What he told his prophets to write down and his scribes, he knows. And so we're just going to look at those things. And with the discernment of the Holy Spirit, we're going to see if we can't find out more of what God is trying to tell us. It's very interesting to me. Enoch is the oldest book that exists and here i have a copy of it right in my hands you know moses wasn't born until a long time after and what moses wrote about in genesis was carried forth word of mouth to word of mouth maybe chipped into stone tablets or scratches made on papyrus or you know we don't know but it was carried down for moses to put into the pentateuch is what they call the first five books of the bible if my pronunciations of things are wrong i ask for your forgiveness but the book of enoch is the oldest history that we have And there are others that record things that happened way, 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 way back. You know, was some of this made up, dreamed up, given to someone in in a vision who's not walking with God, possibly? How can we know? Through the Holy Spirit. He will lead you into all truth. In fact, the New Testament says you need no one else to teach you except for the Holy Spirit. Where do our pastors get their knowledge? Hopefully from the Holy Spirit. If your pastor is not spirit-filled, you need a different pastor. Dare I say you don't even need a pastor. A pastor is a teacher. A pastor is a shepherd. Don't we have a shepherd, capital S, shepherd already? So don't put too much stock in me my knowledge anything i say i'm just trying to open up some things for discussion you know just just to look at some things no i'm not talking about the third eye of horus that's so stupid you're some some eye in your pineal gland oh goodness anything that's of the flesh is demonic i'm just telling you if you're trying to look inside yourself and the holy spirit is not leading you there it's demonic okay flesh flesh is demonic flesh will not flesh will not go to heaven flesh and heaven two different things so um okay i'm gonna leave it there And I pray that you all have a blessed day.